basin in the old bayou and find your favorite fishing pole. Find out where's the next honey hole, only on the top rock fishing show. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. I'm Tony Landry, along with Ricky Watkins for our weekly Fishing and Hunting Show. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Tony. Anyway, welcome to Kane Radio, of course, on the FM Band 107.5 and AM 1240. And as always, the purpose of this show is to keep our listeners updated with the fishing and the hunting in the area, along with Louisiana and stories around the USA and the world. And, Rick, each Friday, these are the fine people that are the reason we're here. Oh, yeah, Tony. We've got to thank our sponsors, Alamo Hydraulics, Doors Heating and Cooling, Coca-Cola, The Quarter Tavern, and Home Run Pizza. And by, if, by the way, Tony, we've been open one year, Home Run. Yeah, congratulations, yeah. Rick. Yeah, uh, I, just a great uh, great pizza, too. Yeah, thank you. In the meantime, uh, give us a call. If you want to give us a call at the area code, you got to dial it, 337. The number is 367-1240. That's 367-1240. You can also listen to Cane uh, Radio uh, at wwwkane one two four zero. Uh, dot com anywhere in the world and if you have an alexa just say alexa play kane 1240 and you can also listen to kane on any accessible internet device we're live here at the studios at 107 west main street here in downtown new iberia right next to victor's cafeteria which is open this morning and rick uh freshwater saltwater fishing was shaking my man well tony they're still draining uh as we know henderson swamp and uh lake martin they're, they're, they're yes. working on bringing those two water levels down so I don't know if you could go over there in, too much anywhere and uh, and catch any fish over there. But the basin, when I say the basin, you know, I, I guess you would call that the upper swamp. But the lower Atchafalaya is, is still doing very well, Tony. Now, the water is, is low, and it's been low now for, what, over a month, month and a half? Maybe. Yeah, it's been a while, yeah. yeah. So, and, uh, well, go ahead, Tony. Yeah, I mentioned last week, too. There are places along the Mississippi River up north of us yeah. that the the tugs can't move. The, the, it's the water's yeah. so low that they're having problems moving through uh, through all the the yeah. water up Navigating there, and, it, and it, yeah. it's and it's uh, slowing down the flow of uh, transportation of materials and supplies and all yeah. to certain areas of uh, the the country. So it's uh, right. uh, it's it, the water's really low in the yeah. river. Tony, I've been fishing around Sherrington Beach, which I love that area. Uh, between there and me at point and i've seen bank when i say bank dry land that i've never seen i've been fishing this area oh lord what 35 years maybe pushing 40 years now close to 40 and i've seen areas that that's dry that i've never seen before so the water is 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 very low you know in fact it's just a trickle and that's hard to believe anybody that fishes sherrington you know when the water level is higher that there's just a trickle going out of sherrington right now and it's hard to believe you know to get to the ga cut we call that Taylor's Cut to get through there. I mean, it's just, it's just a trickle. But the water is low, but, you know, we're, we're still catching fish. And uh, I'm going to let Sherrington rest this weekend, and I'm, I'm going to go back down towards Miette Point, that way I can get out and navigate and stay out into the, uh, you know, get by the river in the GA Cut, and that way you got water. But you still got to watch, you know, because uh, when you're running on the backside of the GA, we call it, uh, Tony, coming back towards Sherrington, there's a, a new sandbar that's came up. So you, the water's low. You just got to be careful, you know, yeah. and, 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 you know, 
and know where you're going and, j and just be careful and slow down. Of course, I never run, hardly ever run my boat over 3,000 RPMs anyway. Well, uh, also, uh, recently I saw a story where uh, the river is so low that a guy who was walking along the river discovered a, a wooden hull of a steamship or some kind of uh, right. ship that had sunk over 100 years ago uh, walking along the river. Yeah, uh, and it was because the water is so low, so low, he noticed the, uh, yeah. the, 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 I guess, what's less the, uh, of the uh, bottom of the boat right. uh, and uh, just unbelievable and this is a boat that sank yeah. sometime in the beginning of the 20th century uh, right. and then when the water's up high ago. tony it, it it i mean water water's very powerful it's uh yeah you know it's eight pounds uh, a gallon and you get a lot of force behind it and it it, it moves it moves a lot of materials you know? yeah yep. yeah i had a buddy sent me yesterday a a video a time-lapse video uh in naples how past this past hurricane, you can see the water rise and rise and rise and rise. And, yeah. and through the lapse video, you see it coming back down. It's amazing to see how much destruction was left well, Tony, after the yeah, water, you the know, wind, The wind does a lot, but yeah. trust me, the water does more damage because once it gets inside your home and it's rushing through there, you know, it, it can do some damage. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on the saltwater side, Rick, I, I think they're going to have a pretty good year this year. Of course, we're going to talk about some saltwater yeah. limits have come into play, too, right. in that regard. But uh, I think in the salt uh, saltwater right now, they're, they're catching fish, you know. They're catching and, uh, a few specks, Tony. I heard, yeah. Everything I heard has been outside the pass, yeah. So uh, it's all uh, it's all good, you know. If uh, and uh, Rick Course, I know you've been recently fishing. Uh, what's working for you? What do you want to give some insight to some of our uh, fishermen out there? Tony, I've been throwing. Uh, like I said, I've, I've been sticking to my plastics, throwing a little bit of spinner bait. It's pretty much the the same thing, you know. I've been throwing my little lug worm, and uh, right now I've been rigging up a trick worm, just straight. They kind of liking that with a small weight and a three yard hook. It's uh, put out by Zoom. And I guess it's the tint of the water now, Tony. I'm going to a, a more opaque, like a black, anything that's a solid color. Like I said, it has to do with the tint of the water because, uh, as the, you know, the water gets darker. You need that darker color for the fish to be able to pick it up. But uh, your darker colors, I've been blowing, uh, throwing a black with a red flake. That's been working very well. All right. Anyway, also want to remind folks, today's the last day. You know, they don't provided an eight-day reopening of the Red Snapper with a fourth fish uh, bag limit. So the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries started that last uh, Friday night at midnight, or I should say uh, Friday morning, uh, Thursday night at midnight, and it's okay. going to end tonight, uh, uh, tonight at uh, midnight in that regard. So uh, the season, um, you know, with that eight-day reopening, this is the last day you can get out there. If you want to get out there and get some snapper, uh, you got a four-fish four per person limit. And, of course, uh, they closed the season September 19th, but they decided since we hadn't hit our uh, – uh, permit uh, landing number 809,000 that they had about a little under 40,000. So don't know if that uh, was reached or not. Uh, this is tonight at midnight. It's the last time you can pull them in. So uh, anyway, if you want to catch them red snapper – Tonight's the night, Rick, in that yep. regard. So, uh, the end, huh? yeah, elsewhere, you know, the big talk right now in the area is, of course, the current period open on the proposed uh, speckled trout limits, Rick. Okay. Yeah. And uh, last Thursday, the Louisiana Wildlife and Fisheries decision to set in motion a plan to dr dramatically uh, alter uh, the speckled trout regulations have come as no surprise. You know, we've talked about it on this show for the past couple of years, maybe yeah. three years. Right. And uh, anyway, they're talking about the decrease. The daily creole, uh, creole limit will be 15 trout 
And to keep your uh, catch trout must measure at least 13 and a half inches long. And there was a there there was some hollering that they felt they should have kept it at 12. Uh, but the big move from 25 down to the 12 inch limit size, there was no opposition to, to decrease the daily limit and even. Uh, with the turnover, at least three of the seven people on the board, there's been little debate among the commission members uh, since the move outlined the Department of Wildlife Fisheries, marine biologists and managers more than three years ago. Yeah. The only chink in the commission's armor came when two members abstained. Uh, the five members approved the notice of intent were the chairman and four of the members. So, uh, you know, there was some hesitation well, about adding another inch and a half uh, to that catch. Tony, in the end, that's going to help the uh, fishery. Is all that's going to do? You're going to come up with a better, a better fishery, and, and you and you have stronger fish, and uh, you know they're going to bring up. It just be better sized fish. Yeah. Period. Now it's going to yeah. take it'll take a couple of years, but it it it'll all work. In, all in all, it'll be good. Sure, yeah, that's sure, right. that's right. And the posting of this notice will allow at least 60 days for continued public comment. So if you want to comment, you need to go to the website uh, of the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries and put your input in, what your knowledge you know uh, uh, with regards to your uh, history of catching speckled trout here and whether it be in the cove or out in the bay or wherever the case may be. Right. So uh, they want to know, and uh, it's doubtful that opponents uh, – could uh, move to gain enough support to move the proposed offer by more than a dozen uh, men, but to keep it the 12-inch size, but who knows with that. I know a lot of thought process about that, Rick, was with regard to the uh, 13 and a half inch well, would uh, limit recreational yeah. fishermen a chance to take home uh, yeah. uh, on the table. So, um, anyway. What it's going to do for a while, Tony, is, is your catch ratio, and, and I, I feel their pain, but in the end, it's going to be better for the fishery because you're going to have to catch. You'll catch that 12 that twelve inch spec, you're going to have to throw it back. Yeah, you know, that's I mean, right. That's, and they're not used to doing that, but you get accustomed to it, trust me. Well, also noted in the data that the 13 and a half inch female trout will have a chance to spawn during two spawning cycles, and while most smaller fish have spawned only once. See, so, so that's better and, for and your you're fishing. Feeling, and you're feeling, I know you with you with yeah. that with regard to bass, you know, uh, you catch a nice pretty one, man, you, you just want to throw it back and oh, take pictures yeah. or whatever that's right. and let that uh, fish uh, help recirculate uh, yeah. through the uh, spawning that's, process. That's your brute fish, Tony, and, and the better your brute stock, the, the better your, your fishery will, will become. Now, it'll take It'll take a little while for this to take effect, but once it does, it's, it's, it's just tremendous. It's a lot better for the fishery. Yeah, anyway, the CCA Louisiana Executive Director said the discussions with the four independent marine biologists that left the CCA decision-makers questioning the new size limit, not only because of the increased pressure on the larger egg-producing uh, female trout, but overall survival of the fish caught measuring less than the new proposed limit. So yeah, one marine biologist uh, retired, Marty Bourgeois, who headed the agency's uh, ship uh, shrimp study section called for the 12-inch size limit because of the increased mortality of the disregarded trout, too. He felt that way. So, But anyway, uh, it looks like it's coming in fruition where you're going to see a uh, 15-catch limit. And for those folks, and we've mentioned this on this show many times, over in Cameron Parish, they okay. do have a 15 uh, 15 uh, <coughs> Uh, speckled it's trout been like limit. that for a while, and it, it yeah. has been true. Yeah. I'm not sure about the length. Okay, but so let me ask you: do, do they catch a lot of nicer specks over there, Tony? From what I understand, they do. They do. You see, that's okay. right. All that right. is correct. Yeah, and they catch a nice, a larger fish too. That's it. And of course, you know, once those fish, those <laughs> specks become that big, to uh, the younger, the, you know, the 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 three and. F- 
three, two and three pound specs. Uh, yeah. Those are the nicer eating nah. fish. You know, the, the, yeah. the, the meat's a lot tender and all compared That's to right. the, the bigger fish at the five and six pounds. You yeah. know, uh, the meat's a little tougher and all. But, it, I mean, it's good, it's good fish to eat. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah. And it's my favorite fish to eat, oh, too. Yeah. So uh, that, and, good uh, yeah. that and a good uh, uh, baked uh, catfish. So uh, anywhere you can find them. So, but uh, that's, that's the impact. And the impact, he said, that basically said that the decision also carries an economic component, notably the potential of losing anglers who will lose interest in making trips to the coast when they face possibility of taking fewer or no fish home for their tables. But uh, the impact uh, said was that it will be felt in marinas with charter boat captains, tackle shops, and other businesses dependent on, you know, the people who go out and want to catch fish. Well, the, the department has set a December 30th deadline for public comment, and you can go on the website and uh, pull that up. Uh, Adrian's <clears throat> is the uh, one of the uh, people to write to. It's uh, Jason Adrian's with the Fisheries Division of the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. You can pull him up. He's got an email. Make your comments known. And uh, here again, you know. If Tony, you, you can still catch fish. Oh, I agree. Okay. Yeah, yeah you might have now, a good day. You might have a bad day. But well, the fish are out there. Yeah, but you, you're going to still catch them. You just got to release them. Now, look. Yeah. Back when they opened Sam Rayburn up, they, they put a slot limit. You could still catch that fish. It was a beautiful fish, but it was a, a quarter of an inch or half an inch below the slot. Guess what? You had to let the fish go. That's, yeah. that's all, you know. Oh, so, I agree. It's going to be like that for a while, but in, in the end, they're going to say, man, look at these nice specs we're catching. You yeah, know? and it's a little yeah. painstaking. You've got to pull that fit, oh, yeah, pull, pull out your, your, your ruler and see how long yeah. he is. Or a lot of people have on the boat. Put a mark on your ice chest. Yeah, and just, yeah that ice it. chest. Or yeah. even uh, on the boat, you know, and it marks a lot of something. There you go. Walking. That's so, right. Uh, yeah. Anyway, but uh, there's a little bit more to this story, too. There was a charter boat skipper weighing in on the speckled trout more, and he said the declining trout numbers, and we've seen that, yeah. you know, uh, we've seen that, have led charter boat operations and recreational anglers to target other species. And he said the next step will be to study the decline in the redfish catches. So, oh, okay. you know, that's, that's going to be something interesting, too, because you know as well as I do, yeah. the redfish are out there. You can go into coves and up in there and uh, just uh, – They're catching them right now. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And it's, he said overall it's leaving a fish in the water is a good thing, said the charter boat captain of the proposed trout limits. But this department and the commission need to move uh, to the redfish. So there's talk. You know, they need to keep an eye on that. Uh, in my agreement with him, uh, yeah. not sure, but I know redfish are pretty plentiful. It's oh, easy to catch. They're, yeah, they're, they're easy to find. Abundance, you're right. Yeah. That's right. Got a lot of redfish. Oh, you're right. Yeah. And, you know, with the pogies, too, that comes into play, too, with uh, them. Yeah. Uh, the wildlife and fisheries, uh, other provisions, they were trying to slow down. You know, there was 900,000 pogies they found dead in a fish. Somebody just pulled them and couldn't get them in the boat and they just cut the net loose i mean that's ridiculous yeah. you know to shame. leave that there and that, it was over near holly beach where that took place and the wildlife yeah. fishery staff uh couldn't find the net and the large net had not been recovered the proposed pass during the thursday's uh, meeting requires the manhattan fishing operators to notify the agency within two hours of any release of manhattan and after the incident passed along to the wildlife fisheries department enforcement divisions uh anyway there are other vision uh, other provisions provided and that, uh, you know, if you're going to go ahead and fish uh, big commercially and you're going to cut them loose because you can't pull them in the boat, uh, they're going to require these uh, courses of action. Fishing operations while on the water establish a 48-hour window to remove all gear before it's considered abandoned, establish marketing requirements, making marking requirements to gear to help recover nets and warn of possible navigation hazards. You know, when they cut those big nets through, they might not stay on the surface. They go down a little bit and you yeah. can't get that caught up. 
in your yeah you're asking for more requiring all reasonable attempts to be made to retrieve manhattan by catch from the environment to the disaster or uh, event release and defining all actions considered waste of fishery resource subject to civil fine uh they just some things you need to do and uh uh, with nearly, like I said, with uh, 40 pounds of uh, red snapper out there, folks, a uh, uh, lot of opportunities for you. So yep. uh, oh, yeah. uh, today's the last day, though. You got to midnight if you want to get out there and catch some red snapper here on a big Friday, uh, October the 14th. Uh, elsewhere, uh, some hunting provisions coming into play, too, but uh, uh, we're just about ready for the first break. Uh, let, let's... Uh, Let's go ahead and take it, and uh, we'll right, be back man. with more here on Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. We'll be back with more right after this. Locally owned and operated, Alamo Hydraulic serves the oil business on the national scene. Specializing in welding, grinding, and hard chrome plating, Alamo also does fabrication work on cylinders, valves, pumps, and motors of all brands. Located at 2712 West Admiral Doyle Drive, you can call Chris Williamson at 303-3799. That's Alamo Hydraulics, a proud sponsor of the Cane Fishing and Hunting Show. A new carrier heating and air conditioning system from Dawes Heating and Cooling can save you money every month. Thanks to the newest line of carrier energy-efficient technology products, you can lower your utility bill. Don't forget to ask about the cool cash savings through your local carrier dealer. Turn to the carrier experts at Dawes Heating and Cooling. Call Dan, you're my AC man today at 337-367-2511. That's 337-367-2511. License number 6286. We have a new player on the field that is ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. Everyone loves pizza, and everyone loves a home run. Put them together, and you have home run pizza. And yes, right here in New Iberia, located at 3816 East Old Spanish Trail, it's New Iberia's newest takeout pizza, and delivery is available. Dough is made fresh each day, and you get an assortment of toppings. Try the Grand Slam, the Double Play, or Mr. Meaty. They're all home runs at Home Run Pizza, 256-5783. That's 256-5783. The Quarter Tavern is the premier spot for live music Thursday at 7 Jack and a special benefit for one of their bartenders to defray medical expenses, plus the Saints play this Thursday night as well. Remember, never cover at the Quarter Tavern. Quarter Tavern, 910 May across from McDonald's, the best drink prices in DeBerry. Domestic beer now just $2, imports $3 all day, every day, other than during bands and special benefits. 19 TVs has you covered for the Saints and LSU and no bar with more outdoor seating. Don't forget, Quarter Tavern, now serving fresh fruit, margaritas, and daiquiris. The hits of the 60s. 70s and 80s. Kane 107.5 AM 1240 and streaming at Kane1240.com Welcome back to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. Tony Landry along with Ricky Watkins. And you know, Rick, uh, hunting season is here. Yeah. And uh, with the special provisions uh, with uh, hunting season, uh, basically go to the website, uh, the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. Uh, I don't want to say you can take our uh, content as being exact, but uh, a lot of rules still out there, and uh, with the deer, the special uh, uh, for, for honorably discharged veterans only takes place in the state deer area, too, 
from the 14th on uh, deer and primitive weapons uh, uh, through October, uh, October the 14th today, which is areas 3, 7, 8, and 10. Deer archery through October 15th, bucks only in state deer areas 5, 6, 9 uh, from October 16th to the 15th of February. Deer and modern firearms October 15th to November 27th. Seventh in uh, deer areas three, seven, and eight, and still hunt only. And uh, also the doves, the second split uh, is coming into play in the south zone. It's from October 15th to November 27th. And in the north zone, it's November 13th, uh, two weeks earlier. In the deer and modern firearms, uh, October 15th to January 1st in state deer area 10, still hunt only. Deer and archery through the 15th in deer areas three, seven, eight, and 10. Deer and archery through January 31st in state deer areas 1, 2, and 4. Rabbits and squirrels through the 28th of February on private lands only. And around the corner, there are closed seasons for the greater amberjack along with the great triggerfish, the red grouper in state and federal waters, and the commercial and recreational flounder season is set to close tomorrow. So uh, for you fishermen, open recreational seasons uh, on the recreational red snapper. It's open through midnight tonight, as I mentioned earlier in the broadcast, which is today. And the lane, blackfin, queen, and silk snappers, along with the wrenchmen, along with other snapper species and all groupers, except clothes for Goliath and Nassau groupers in all state and federal waters. And for shrimp, the shrimp. In season is open. Check areas where you plan to troll before you do. Boy, you don't want to run into an agent. <laughs> Danny says, uh, yeah. you're in the wrong area. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, also, you know, there's a love of oysters in this area, and there's been quite a debate uh, with the health of them over the years. Uh, yeah. But uh, the following dates have been set for the upcoming oyster season. The Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries may periodically close areas for public health concerns, like I mentioned. Uh, you can go to the website and just check it during the 22-23 oyster seasons. The following provisions will be in effect, and you need to go to the website to see that and check that out because uh, they use the longitudes and latitudes and all that, and uh, that's something just to be careful of when you're around fishing and all. So, uh, folks, uh, just uh, it's easy to negotiate that website. Just got to go to it, got to make a few moves. Yep. But, uh the information's there for you, and uh, oh, don't yeah. want to give out any fo- false information. And with the latitudes and longitudes, and it, it can be uh, pretty complex. But uh, if you uh, like to go uh, looking for oysters, and a lot of people do, and yeah. uh, get a few sacks here and there and pick them up. So uh, anyway, folks, uh, check those uh, website uh, numbers. And, Rick, we, we talked about this off the air early before the show, and uh, weights and fish tournaments uh, – the alarm sounds and a cheating scandal that uh, it's been rocking. Uh, and we know as well as uh, people in this area, we've had some that do that over the years, you yeah. know, here in this area. You know, especially with the amount of money that's being thrown at fishing tournaments today. And uh, the big one happened a couple of weeks ago up in Ohio where uh, two fishermen were on their way to being crowned champions of the Lake Erie Walleye uh, Trail when the dust settled after the cheating scandal that has rocked the competitive fishing world and uh, two guys from uh, uh, one from Cleveland, the other one from Hermitage, Pennsylvania were disqualified in the last regular season tournament up there of the year by this uh, tournament director. They needed uh, to beat 16.89 pounds to claim the team honors and $30,000 in prize money, Rick. Mm -hmm. And the five fish limit to a weight 33.91 pounds, twice the weight of the second place team. And suspicions with the two Mm -hmm. uh, from four to five uh, pound class 
weighed about 7.9 pounds, and the digital scale prompted uh, one to cut open the belly. The tournament director cut open the belly of the fish and embedded it was a heavy lead weight. Mm-hmm. I mean, and like we said, there's a way that I know with uh, 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 certain fish, you, you can get the length along it's with the, the length, circumference. The, yeah, the width, and yeah. you can figure out pretty much the weight. Well, it deals with mass, Tony, and you, you can hit it right on. It's, it's perfect. You know, because yeah. I've did it with bass and it yeah. works. Yeah, and it does. And yeah. uh, you know, the people up there, the fishermen up there, in the weigh-in stage, man, they they went ballistic. Well, yeah, well, these you guys know? been weighing fish for years, Tony. Yeah. So if you're looking at a 22, 23 inch fish, they can almost hit it right on. That's right. But the fish weighs more than what it's supposed to. Uh, that raises a red flag. Yeah, these two guys. So one was 41, the other one's 35. Uh, one uh, took off. He hurried to a truck, but yeah. the other one, yeah. the other one stayed there and took the heat. Uh, uh, anyway, a video of the you can see this on. Uh, I think you told me YouTube, yeah, huh? Yeah. And it attracted over 7 million viewers yeah. to this YouTube with uh, more than 400,000 likes. And on TikTok, too, it appeared the cheating scandal has blackened both the eyes of the competing. In the Cuyahoga uh, County in Ohio, the prosecutor is investigating the attempt of the felony. You know, uh, $30,000, I mean, that's grand theft. That, yeah. that, that, that's big money. Yeah, it is, I don't Tom. care if it's $200 or, or $2,000. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's just – but these guys, you know, they've been uh, – they were interviewed before the tournament and all because they won like three or four tournaments in a row or a multiple – multiple of tournaments yeah. and the staff had been meeting with the Ohio Department of Natural Resources and it's safe to say uh, he got cocky after winning three you have three consecutive tournaments who won those wins have been questions after that and uh, he was interviewed recently by uh, I guess one of the TV casters up there and uh, of the fishermen and outlined the show and he asked about their incredible streak you know before the last event and he said we won three tournaments in a row and I don't want to sound arrogant or cocky but I'm confident that we should do well in this championship also because it's just what we do we're winners win and uh wow i mean that ought to tell you right there rick yes. i mean that's just unbelievable yeah, it's a shame tony it gives a good sport a black eye it's uh you know but you got guys out there that that do that oh you know? rick you know as well as i do in this area they've had tournaments yeah. uh, over the years that uh, people have been caught and yeah. the, the big thing here is not necessarily sticking leads down their throat it's pre-catching the fish and go line them up somewhere else you know you're catching some nice fish right. and you go uh, go stalk them uh, somewhere else and let mm-hmm. them sit in the water then go pick them up during the tournament time and bring them in to have yep. weighed That's right. and uh, in most instances uh yep. they have enough to beat the uh, the crowd too so if you go out early the two or three days before a tournament and and catch four and five and seven pound bass, you know, legitimately you catch them in the water, but you, the tournament says you got to do it between this time and this time and on this date, that's right. you know, and, uh, and that's, that's taking place more than not oh, yeah. in this area. Too, and it has right. to be caught on a rotten reel. You're right. You're, yeah. you're, you're right. You're right about that. So, uh, anyway, as far as Morgan city, I remember you mentioned bell chase is, uh, a landing all in this area. And you know, it's happened. And, uh, in my opinion, though, know, if, uh, and I've known people, uh, with regards to even duck hunting too that uh just just blowing ducks away and they get caught and they 20 ducks over their possession and things like that they they yeah. need to be fined and uh yeah. I, I haven't seen too many with jail time right. but i've seen some fine big time oh, now, these two guys oh, yeah. they're talking yeah. about these two guys uh cleared over three hundred thousand dollars through the years yeah yeah through and the they years had a big corporate sponsor too tony i mean i don't want to drag no names in on yeah it, but, i understand you know, that they uh 
So I bet their sponsors feel, you know, not, not too too happy with them either. Yeah, and it's, you know, when you see that happen, and it's just, uh, boy, you shake your head. And yeah. But like I said, it's become such a big business today, yeah. you know, with the money being handed out. Oh, and all. Yeah. Even here locally, I think in the uh, Wednesday night hog fights, yeah. I think the winning team won a few thousand dollars. Yeah, it was uh, 2000 I think it was, for the uh, – for the classic, yeah, yeah, that that's that happened in September. Because they, you know, they draw keep money out of the pot for the whole year, which I'm sure. Well, this, this is a tournament trail, also, Tony. Yes. Uh, what these guys just fished, uh, so it's it's on the same. And then if you get so many X amount of teams to put up money into that pot, so that's how. You, yeah, it can get up to thirty thousand dollars. Oh yeah, that, that's a lot of and money. And look, a man. lot of these guys they serious about their fishing, <laughs> and, and they they don't mind putting up the money because they know if they win, you know, but. You always you got it. Uh, here come, here comes you. the cheaters. You know, it's it's sad. Yeah, like you said, you know, there's a certain uh, weight scale that you can use to measure a fish before you put him on a scale. And those guys, you know, knew, with those length knew. and the diamond, yeah. the circumference and all that, of the yeah. fish, the girth of the fish, and all. Because Tony, I can look at a bass after doing it for so many years, and I, I'll be off an ounce or two, but I won't be far. Yeah, yep. I know what you're saying. That's yeah, right. you just caught enough of them, you know. That's right. You know, unless it's something, unless he just eating another fish, you know, and yeah. he just has a. a uh, and that happens too in that regard, yeah. you know. And they, but they, not they, not the whole string, though, Tony. Well, this is five true. Fish, five fish. That's right. Maybe one, yeah. but not. Uh, right. and, and Rick, have you ever come to that where you caught a nice bass and he's got a nice slow fish in his yeah, mouth? Yeah, oh yeah. Perch. Well, his, well, the first thing that happened, Tony, and I don't know why. Once you put them in the live well, they'll they'll spit up the perch. I don't know why. It, I guess it's their equilibrium or whatever. Once you put them okay. in, a, in a confined area, that's the first thing they'll do. They'll spit okay. it up. Yeah. Oh, didn't know that. Oh yeah. Tell me something I didn't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, of course, our bad guy of the week, the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries agent cited a subject for deer hunt violations in Rapids Parish. And the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries, the agents, they cited uh, a woman. And it happens to the gals, too, now. Huh? It's not just the guys that get caught. Every huh? once in a while, you got a gal that gets caught. Anyway, but she was 40 years old, Ball, Louisiana, for hunting deer during a close season and failing to comply with the deer tagging requirements. The agents received information about an eight-point antler deer that was possibly harvested on the month of September near the Ball community. During the investigations, agents determined that the alleged uh, harvester of the deer on the private property with a crossbow was on September 16th. Agents seized the antlers and the hunting deer during the closed season. 900 to $950 fine, up to 120 days in jail, and failing to comply with the deer tagging requirements carries up to a $350 fine. Mm. And the person may also face civil restitution, uh, totaling over $2,000 for the replacement right. value so of the legally taken deer. That's 3200 right there. So. That's yeah. right, my brother. You're yep. right. It adds up, too. Yeah, that's a nice, and then you're going to get your license taken away, and yep. I don't even know if you'll be able to get one for a while. It's going to be a while. Uh, that's, and you're that's lucky if you else. don't lose your driver's license also. That's right. They can pop you both. Yeah. That's right. People don't realize that, you know, with that. And uh, I've seen yeah. a guy who got caught years ago having a minor hunting with him, and they took away his uh, hunting license yeah. for him, let's say, for three years. Oh, yeah. But he was able to fish, right. so he started fishing a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, today's tides, uh, Friday the 14th of October, the sun rose in weeks, uh, I should say, uh, of Vermilion Bay uh, at 7.09. It's yep. sunset t- tonight's going to be at 6.38. In the high and low tide chart, we can see that the low tide will be at 1.06 p.m. and the high tide at 12.32 p.m. It's tomorrow, Saturday the 15th, 
The sun's going to rise at 7.09 again and set at 6.37 in the high and low tide chart. We can only see only a low tide during the day will be at 1.55. That's Saturday afternoon. Okay. Uh, Sunday the 16th, the sun's going to rise at uh, 7.10 and set at 6.36 in the high and low tide chart. We can only see that the high tide will be at 12.12 a.m. That's uh, Saturday night, Sunday morning. And the low tide, yeah, will be at 2.53 in the afternoon. Okay. The average water temperature. Temperature in Southwest Pass, Vermilion Bay, 74 degrees in that regard, Ricky. Cooling so, down. So uh, yep. you're, you're right about that. Anyway, uh, Rick, uh, as each Friday, these are the reasons uh, we can be here. Yeah, we've got to thank our sponsors, Tony Alamohan, Hydraulics, Doors Heating and Cooling, Coca-Cola, The Quarter Tavern, and Home Run Pizza. And our motto is always, kids that hunt and fish don't steal and deal. <laughs>